Hey guys, Danny here. And on this episode of Musical Lesson Business Academy, we're going to talk about whether or not your business should stand for something. All right, let's roll the intro. Hey everybody, Danny here. Hope you're doing good. Uh, this is going to be kind of a special edition podcast. Um, not really a special edition. I don't know what to call it. A little impromptu. I actually had another episode totally in the can, ready to go. I'll release that one later. Um, maybe we'll do like a two episodes this week type of deal. Anyway, um, just with some stuff going on, it just made me think about something and I thought I would do... Uh, a little bit more impromptu uh, episode here and, uh, you know, just cover a few things that are on my mind. Uh, before we get to that, a little bit of housekeeping, a um, few things. If you guys would like to get more content, uh, some behind the scenes videos, one extra podcast a month, uh, live Q&A, um, and get access to the Music Lesson at Business Academy Facebook page which currently is kind of a huge, big page wide open everybody, but that's going to be a private page. And that is going to be for members of Music Lesson Business Academy and Patreon supporters. So if you want to dip your toe into this world of extra stuff and interact with the team a little bit more, go over to Patreon, become a supporter over there. It is much appreciated. And uh, you can join for as little as $1 per podcast episode. Uh, also, this episode, as always, is brought to you by NeverAloneBusinessServices.com, SEO, Facebook ads, Google ads, uh, website work, things of that nature. Chris and Jen own a large music school and uh, also have this business where they do digital marketing for people. So uh, they do my Google AdWords. Been great to work with, doing a great job for me. So Check those guys out. Mention you heard about it on Music Lesson Business Academy and save a hundred bucks. This episode is also brought to you by Teacher Zone Scheduling, Billing, and Student Learning Management. You need some kind of software, guys. It's crazy. I still talk to people that like are running their school with Google Sheets and things like that. You need a software to bill your customers that works easily, schedule your customers that works easily, and on top of that. Really where TeacherZone is focused is on the student learning management. And um, I got an update from Chris yesterday about some gamification, some ability to award points and keep track of points for students, uh, all getting updated soon. I believe July is when that is going to hit. Um, I'm really looking forward to that kind of stuff. Um, that's where I think it's really going to shine. So give those guys a call. TeacherZone.com, they would love to give you a free demo. All right. So what made me think about this today is just some posts and 
and some even some feedback from some of my teachers and um, just, you know, seeing what's going on with a lot of schools out there, a lot of the music schools, seeing posts from some of the owners. And, you know, this is obviously just whole new territory for, for everybody and is very difficult. And it would be, it would be completely disingenuous um, to say, you know, to just be all chipper all the time on the podcast here and tell you everything's wonderful because it, it really isn't. I, I'm struggling with the same thing that many of you guys are struggling with. Um, lots of ups and downs emotionally, a lot of worry about my businesses and finances and my team and uh, just a worry about, you know, are we losing, you know, elements of our life and our lifestyle that were so important to us that things that maybe we didn't realize were so important to us. And, you know, uh, is it ever going to get back to, you know, what it, what it was before? And, 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 and maybe, maybe we don't want it to be what it was before, but something that we feel good about and can move forward with. And I think we all go through these, these periods where you, you know, you think it's never going to be like it was, you know, or I'm never going to enjoy this again, or, you know, I'm never going to build my business back up. And, and, and you have to really, and I have, again, I have to do the same thing. I really have to fight the thinking of the worst case scenario type of, of things. And with everything that's going on, I mean, if it wasn't bad enough that we had a global pandemic that we haven't seen the likes of in a hundred years or more to now we have all kind of civil unrest and, you know, craziness just breaking out left and right. Um, you know, I, I've my, my town where I'm at here outside of LA, you know, we've had curfews the last couple nights and, and, and again, it, it's so strange because a lot of these things don't really impact my day to day. You know, uh, having a curfew, I'm staying at home most of the time. I'm getting out for some exercise. But other than that, I'm generally just sort of working from home. I'm not really going anywhere. But it's the idea of it and the concept of it that I think becomes very stressful for everybody. And, you know, it made me think about seeing some of the posts and uh, things that are going on today. You know, should your business stand for something. And I don't, I don't think this is a right or wrong. It's just maybe something to think about. And, you know, and maybe if you're feeling a certain way about current events, it, it, it might make you feel better about being yourself or deciding, you know, which direction you want to go. But I, I you know, I'm going to tell this story. So years ago, I, um, I was in Hawaii. I was really into scuba diving. Um, and at that time I did have the music school and I was also fairly involved with like some animal rights organizations and stuff. I'd gotten really into, you know, rescuing. I rescued all three of my dogs that I had and my girlfriend at the time, uh, worked for Sea Shepherds and, um, we met this guy. So there's a chain of like snorkeling gear rental places in Hawaii called Snorkel Bob's. And they're on every island, I believe. And, um, you know, so we had lots of connections with those kind of people. So it was like, oh, you can go to Snorkel Bob's and, 
you know, rent some gear for free. And, you know, we had Snorkel Bob's book and we were looking at it at Sea Shepherds. And, you know, he, he was somebody that had really tied in something that he believed in, which was this conservation, this ocean conservation into his business. Um, and, you know, I see other schools that might do uh, animal rescue stuff or, or uh, generate uh, donations for an animal rescue or, I, you, know, I've, you know, during the COVID here, I'm seeing schools doing things for frontline workers. And, and those are all, you know, really good <clears throat> things to do. Um, you know, you're, you're pretty safe middle of the road if you're doing some type of work with a, um, you know, an animal organization or something like that. But even, you know, as I was reading through Snorkel Bob, uh, and he, like many of the people that are deep into the animal rights world, get a little crazy. And that's one of the reasons why I just, I, I don't associate with any tribes of any kind because they are just always too far in any one direction. And, um, and, and you guys also will notice that, I, you know, occasionally I'll slip into some slightly political thing in, in one of these podcasts that has a hint of it. But in general, um, you know, I don't really talk about those kind of things. I don't, you know, I never spout off social media wise. You'll never really see a post from me that's political or even really a social commentary type of thing, primarily because I just think that, you know, it's a terrible format for it. Even though, you know, behind the scenes, I have very strong feelings um, and I tend to listen to a lot of podcasts and things like that that go deep into these kind of social issues and political issues, um, as well as, you know, fun podcasts, <laughs> you know, of course, uh, that I like. And while I'm mentioning that, oh my gosh, here's a podcast you guys have to start listening to. Um, it, it's not one of those reoccurring like guest kind of shows. It's a more produced podcast like Gimlet does, you know, if you guys watched uh, or listened to any of theirs like uh, Dirty John or any of these big podcasts that are more of like a docudrama kind of thing. There is a podcast right now called Wind of Change. Yes, like Wind of Change, the song by the Scorpions. And as soon as I heard the lead up for this podcast, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. And the ad says something about you know, I heard this crazy story and I started investigating it, which is that the song Wind of Change, which was the Scorpions' biggest hit ever, was actually written by the CIA. And I was like, that's all I need to hear. This is going to be really interesting. And it's been very, very good. And it's also, it's not crazy conspiratorial like UFO conspiracy or anything like out of this world. It's done in a very pragmatic much more realistic approach to looking at a story like this. So anyway, wind of change, check it out. You heard about it here on Music Lesson Business Academy. Um, um, you know, when I was digging deeper, kind of like reading into Snorkel Bob's book and, and connecting it to his business, you know, there was some semi-controversial things in there. And, you know, at the time I thought, you know, He's okay with, he's just saying, you know, this is who I am. This is what I believe in. If you got an issue with it, just don't shop here, you know? 
And I remember at the time I was like, God, I, I, I actually really like that, you know, and I felt like, man, our, our school doesn't really stand for anything, you know, and should we? And, you know, over the years, I think I, I, I've sort of gone a different direction when it comes to business and things like that. And, you know, for me, I tend to not um, interchange, you know, those two things, my what the business is all about um, versus what my personal feelings are on a political issue or things that are happening in the country. And I think, you know, there's, again, there's not a right or wrong, but it, it is something to think about. Um, you know, do you want to make posts on Facebook? And, and again, you know, Facebook is the worst place in the world to try to actually have any type of meaningful conversation with somebody about anything important. Um, it, it's horrible. It, it's just not the format for it. Um, you know, but it, it, it's up to you. Do you want to make those kind of posts? Um, and, and it's totally acceptable to do so. It's just important for you to think about, you know, um, are, are you strong enough and willing to stand to lose a student or lose a parent's, um, miss out on customers, and maybe those are customers you don't want if they disagree with you? That, that's totally fine and a decision for each of us to make individually. And I would just say if, if you're going to stand for those kind of you know, if it's a social issue or a political issue or anything like that, um, uh, you know, you, you have to stand strong and you have to stand firm and you can't wishy-wash with that. If you're going to be, you know, this is our school believes in this, then you want to make sure that you stick with that. And then you also just can't, you know, you can't let it bother you when if somebody gives you a negative comment because of that or says, you know, we think if a parent says, you know, we think it's inappropriate to um, mention those kind of things on your social media, um, you know, and, and it's just something to think about. And, and, and I mention it again because it's really easy right now to, to get overwhelmed and wrapped up in, in everything that's going on. You know, all of us, you know, we're are at our wits end from the COVID thing. And then to have the, the rioting or looting or any of these things happening now after, you know, a, tra you know, a tragedy of another, you know, uh, you know, death at the hand of police, um, you know, all these things that are upsetting everybody. And I'm not going in any direction on, you know, um, having a conversation about those things on the show. I have my personal feelings um, about all these things, but I, I, I keep those things personal when it comes to, to business, but it, it's certainly an uneasy time for all of us. And, and it does feel like we're just losing, you know, we're losing control of, of a lot of things. And it just doesn't seem, you know, it's like, is this really happening right now? Is this really where we're at as a country? And it's easy to get emotional. And then when you get emotional like that, you can post something or spout off on something. And, you know, I think you just want to be 
cautious of those things uh, when it's your business and um, cautious of how you interact with employees when it comes to these things. Um, one of the areas that I'm really struggling with is all of my employees are really distracted right now is what it seems like. Like, um, you know, I see their social media posts and they're just, you know, they're just glomming on right into whatever side or feelings they have, you know, they're just sort of feeding the fire and they're very involved with that. And, and again, I would never tell them like, you know, Hey, you can't post this or, you know, uh, you shouldn't feel that way. You're wrong to be on this side or that side or anything like that. That's, that's up to them. But I can tell that they're very distracted and, and rightfully so, you know, they're worried, they're upset. You know, a lot of our teachers are younger and, you know, <laughs> Um, they haven't been through any of these kind of things before. And, uh, you know, it's a challenge for all of us to, to navigate that. And, um, I think as business leaders with our families and with our, or, or at least the, you know, the direction that I like to go with these kind of things as a leader of the employees is a number one. Something that I was doing yesterday was just calling teachers and talking to them on the phone and just saying, hey, I just wanted to check up on you. Are you doing all right? Are you feeling okay? Like, I get it. It's really crazy right now. Here's some things that are helping me. Um, and here's ways of thinking about these things and try to make them feel a little bit better. Um, you know, I'm certainly not telling them don't, don't, uh, you know, make social media posts or don't go to a protest or, you know, that's totally up to them. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'm trying to keep my business in order and, you know, um, keep people following the rules and handling their schedules properly. And, you know, it, there is a tendency, you know, with, with teachers and employees when there are tragedies in the country and, and crazy things. I went through this, you know, working, managing a big team during 9-11. Um, you know, people react really differently and some people can have their feelings about it and their thoughts and be introspective and carry on with their day and their work day. And other people really struggle with that. It, it's like, they just can't, you know, move on. And, and, you know, our job is to kind of navigate that with, with those two different types of people and, and keep keep things moving forward because it's hard for especially younger teachers and whatnot to, to, to realize it, but this will settle down and it will calm down. And, and I, I want to be careful when I say get back to normal because there's things about normal that we probably all want to change, but I would say it will move forward. We will move forward. We will move forward from the social issues and things of that nature that are happening right now. And we will eventually move forward from the medical pandemic issue that we were, are having right now and um, get back to feeling good about things and feeling good about who we are as a company and who we are as individuals and who are, how we feel about, you know, our neighbors and, our friends that maybe we're unfollowing on social media because, you know, they have a different take on something than we do. And, um, 
you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in the arc of moral, uh, you know, moral justice. If you've never read the Michael Shermer book, it's, it's some, it's called something like that. The arc of the, I think it might just be called the moral arc. And it's just kind of a documentation of how over time the arc, the moral arc tends to move towards justice. Um, although it's not an immediate thing and there's, it goes back and forth and, you know, it, it doesn't mean everything's fine, but over time, if you just trace it, we, we kind of do move in that direction and we have moved in that direction over time. Not saying that we're there everywhere we need to be. And I think you could apply that to no, no matter what side of any kind of political spectrum you might be on or anything like that. But, um, I, you know, I just think it's something to think about right now um, and really, you know, relax a little bit, provide good leadership for your employees. And, um, you know, the way that I feel like providing leadership for my community and for my students is to, you know, is to is to be a rock, meaning. You know, we keep doing what we do because we think it's important, I think that that outlet of a kid playing some music, um, you know, interacting with their teacher, and, or, you know, whether it's online or whether you're back in the school in a fun and positive way um, it is important right now because there's a really good chance their parents are just watching the TV nonstop and yelling at the TV and watching, yelling at whatever other side on the news they disagree with or constantly on social media or whatever. And a lot of the kids, you know, they're really, they're too young and they shouldn't really be needing to have to think about some of these things yet, you know, or, or at least not at the level that they're probably being, you know, being subjected to right now. And, you know, calm heads can prevail in, in this type of situation, I think, you know, if we look at it from a leadership standpoint um, and so I think it's important for us to remain calm and, you know, be that beacon of leadership, no matter how bad you might be feeling. And I, I think I've talked a little bit about this before, and I used to go through this at Guitar Center, but being a leader is really lonely because I'll tell you what hasn't happened anytime recently. No one's called me and said, hey, man, I was thinking about you and I want to see if you're doing okay. Like that just doesn't happen to you if you're a leader. Everyone is looking to you to be the answer for things. And that can be a really lonely uh, position to be in. And I, I would also say, you know, if you are feeling like you need moral support, you know, don't be afraid to call somebody and just, you know, another uh, a peer of yours, another business owner or a mentor that you have and just be willing to say, man, I'm really struggling with all this stuff right now. And I've made that call to several people, you know, during these last couple months, you know, there's my, I have my days where I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. You know, I've had that thought very recently. Like, do, am I enjoying, you know, what we're doing in the music school right now? And, and am I going to enjoy this? Um, you know, in the new landscape. And, you know, when I'm feeling that way, obviously I try not to make any kind of judgment rash decisions or anything like that, because 
you know, um, yesterday in particular, I was so tense all day and just, I felt like my teachers were screwing up. People weren't reading emails or Slack messages and were just like, just not making it happen. And, you know, I just felt like, like, what are we doing? Like, this thing is just going off the rails. And I've, you know, felt like, man, I'm sitting here working all day, every day into the late evening. And it takes forever for people to get back to me or respond to th things that I'm asking about. So it, it's challenging, you know, and we just got to take that deep breath. Now, one thing I will say that, you know, has, has been a positive and has been really important for me is I have really refound my passion for cycling and have been going out on long, long rides. I've been mountain biking on the weekends with my buddy Tanner, but um, I've been getting on my road bike and, you know, going out 30 mile ride, 40 mile ride, working my way back up, you know, because back when I used to ride a lot and used to race bicycles, you know, on a weekend, I would do a six, eight hour long ride all the time, you know, so I'm kind of building myself back up fitness wise where I can stand to be on the bike for a couple hours at a time and things like that. It's really done wonders for me mentally. And it's one of the things that I really remember about cycling is how therapeutic it is to get on a road bike. And, and here it's one of the big differences between road cycling and mountain biking. Mountain biking is a shorter term event usually, and it's much more intense the whole time. And you really have to be super present because when you're going down some of these trails, it's like you've got to really be concentrating on the line that you're going to take or you're going to wipe out. So it distracts you from other things in life because you're focused purely on that. Whereas road cycling, obviously, you got to pay attention to traffic and the dangers there. But you kind of zone out a little bit and you go deep in your thoughts. So it's kind of it might be a time that you think about your business or you think about your personal life of things that are going on, but it's, you know, you might be out there able to really evaluate things and think about things for a couple of hours in a beautiful setting on a nice day, beautiful landscape, and it's very therapeutic. So I would recommend for all of you guys that you take this time to really jumpstart maybe that part of your life if you're able to. To, to really start thinking about um, getting outdoors, hiking, biking, that outdoor fitness. It, it can do so much for your head. Um, and, and I think in the long run, you'll, you'll be really happy that you did it. Be who you want to be as a business leader. And, and by all means, if that means you know, you're going to stand for something and you want to um, <clears throat> you know, present that to the public, that is totally your um, prerogative to do so. You know, just think it through. Make sure you're ready to do that. Make sure, you know, you're okay with saying goodbye to some customers potentially um, or getting a little bit of backlash. In the long run, it may be, um, you know, it may be a benefit for your business because you're attracting more of the customers that you feel comfortable um, associating with. And, uh, you know, I've seen some pretty big companies and some pretty big artists or online, you know, um, music people make some statements this week, basically just saying, Hey, if you're somebody that thinks this way, you should unfollow me 
and you should send me an email and I'll refund this month's money for you and, and you can go your separate way. Basically telling some people like, hey, if you feel this way, if you're somebody who thinks like this side of the, the coin, I don't want to do business with you and I want to give you your money back. And, you know, that's a bold statement. And, but, you know, I applaud that person. It's, again, generally not how I will approach those kind of things. I, I, I will keep those things separate. Unless there is somebody, you know, in that customer base, by all means, um, I, I think this is something that we should touch base on, is you do have a, uh, a responsibility to protect your workforce and protect your environment. And um, so you are obligated to protect all of your staff from any kind of discrimination, whether it's racial, sexual, sexual orientation, religion age, any of the protected classes. And that also means protecting them from a customer. So if you have a customer that is aggressive in a certain direction, um, you know, it is your responsibility to kind of to, to, to stamp that down. It doesn't mean that you have to fire that customer or necessarily fire an employee who's doing those same kind of things, but you do have to interject yourself in between there and limit um, those kind of things, you know, you know, they always say, don't talk politics at work. And that, that is a good rule. Don't talk politics and religion at work. Um, and it's okay to remind your staff that, Hey, when we're at work, these are things we don't talk about. This is, this is, you know, how it works. Um, and, and that's okay as well. It, it's, it's tough in a time like right now, cause it's all that anyone wants to talk about. And any, if you are open for business, any person that comes in is, you know, just in passing is going to be, oh, what do you think about all this crazy, this and that, you know, you're, you're going to hear that. And, you know, it's best to kind of address it and move on in a way that, um, you know, doesn't offend a customer or offend an employee. Because again, you have to be careful what you're saying in a work environment um, to ensure that you're not, um, you know, stepping across one of those lines um, when it comes to an employee. So, you know, your company can stand for something, whatever it is that you want it to stand for, um, as long as it's legal, of course, um, you can stand for that. Uh, you just want to make sure that you're in control of that and you're the one making that decision and that you think those things through. So, all right, guys, um, I will be back maybe even before next Tuesday. Maybe not. We'll see. Uh, with another episode, a uh, little bit more back to business. All right, guys, hang in there. Get out for a bike ride. Have a great day. Bye.